This is episode 19 of the One Idea Podcast. How to get paid more for your work. This podcast is produced by Evolve and Adapt, an award-winning strategy and digital consulting firm based in Singapore and Malaysia. If you're looking to build your brand and generate massive leads and revenue, book a marketing consulting call at evolveadapt.com. Dear citizens, my name is JC Sum. I'm a certified marketing management consultant and the author of Evolve, Adapt or Collapse. Whether you're an employee for a company or a business owner, one primary goal is to increase your salary or revenue. One of the time-tested and proven ways to get paid more is to ensure you offer value to your company or customers. And one approach to do that is to be an expert in your field. I call this the expert approach. So what is an expert? Here's a definition. A person who has a comprehensive and authoritative knowledge of a skill in a particular area. Or to quote automotive designer Alec Izagonis, an expert is someone who tells you why you can't do something. Expertise can be developed through any combination of the following. Natural inclination, study, practice, experience, and time. So what is the value of expertise in business? Well, the goal of a business is to generate revenue and profits. And there are only three ways to increase revenue. The first is to increase the number of orders. Second, increase the average order value. And number three, increase both. Being an expert is one of the most powerful positioning strategies for your business. Expertise builds trust, credibility, and authority. Trust, credibility, and authority will create a competitive advantage. This competitive advantage will result in an increase in number of orders and the ability to charge more per order. If you are an employee, expertise will differentiate you from your peers and colleagues. Since expertise builds trust, credibility, and authority, when it comes to appraisal or promotion, having high expertise over anyone else would definitely give you a competitive advantage. While it seems like common sense that you should try to be an expert in your field, a lot of people do not sell their expertise in their business or if they're employee in an organization. And there are three reasons for this. The first is, they do not know how to sell or market their expertise. Number two, they have a lack of confidence. And number three, there's misplaced humility. In the sense, even though they're an expert in their field or the best among all their peers, they feel it's not right to show off their expertise or to let people know they're an expert in the area. And this is particularly common with Asians, probably due to culture and upbringing. If you're an expert in your field or really have specific domain knowledge, you should not keep it hidden. Use it to your advantage. There's no place for humility in business or in a professional setting. Of course, I'm not saying you should go overboard and let everyone know you're an expert, but if you do have certain expertise or domain knowledge that others don't have, you need to know how to leverage it in order to get ahead. To put it in a business context, we identify eight categories of expertise that can be leveraged for commercial value. These categories are not mutually exclusive and there may be an overlap between two or three expert categories. Expertise is dynamic and may change over time. Let's look at the first one. 
the scholar. This is a person who pursues academic and intellectual properties, particularly those that develop expertise in an area of study. Scholars attain mastery in a research discipline, and they are known as thinkers and intellects of a particular field. The second type of expert is the practitioner, a person with high level of practical knowledge on how to accomplish something and the ability to execute or implement the task. This expertise requires a combination of knowledge, practical skill, and experience. These types of experts are known as the professional doers of a particular field. The third type of expert is the technician. This expert is superiorly skilled and technically proficient in complexity, consistency, difficulty, speed, accuracy, intricacy, precision, sustainability, and dexterity. Man, that's a lot. It requires a combination of talent, knowledge, practical skill, and experience. These are technical masters of a particular field. The next type of expert is the insider. This person has first-hand knowledge and experience on the inside of an organization, industry, or system, and knows how to navigate a specific environment. He or she is a member of any group of people of limited number with generally restricted access. Insiders are the secret holders in a particular field. Next, we have the teacher. This person is skilled in adult education, skilled in lesson planning, using teaching technologies, managing students and groups, monitoring and assessing learning. These experts are master educators of a particular field. Next, we have the connector. This person can link people together personally through a strong social network or through influence on a social media platform. According to Malcolm Gladwell in The Tipping Point, Connectors occupy many different worlds and bring people in them together. These experts are social butterflies of a particular field. The next expert is an entrepreneur. This person can recognize the commercial potential of an idea or invention. They're able to build a commercial business from this idea or invention. These experts are the business builders of a particular field. Finally, we have the inventor. This expert can create or discover new methods, forms, devices, systems, expressions, and innovations. The original works and inventions can be physical, scientific, abstract, or artistic in nature. These experts are innovative creators of a particular field. So we've gone through eight types of experts that are relevant for business. The scholar, practitioner, technician, insider, teacher, connector, entrepreneur, and inventor. Let's have a closer look at these experts in the context of, let's say, the restaurant industry. So first, the scholar. The scholar would be a food critic or a writer. The practitioner could be the waiter, cook, or front of house manager. The technician could refer to the sous chef or pastry chef who actually makes the dishes. The insider could be someone who supplies specialty ingredients to the restaurant. A teacher could be a trainer in a culinary school who trains the chefs. A connector could be a food blogger or even a regular customer who has a wide social network and recommends restaurants to friends. The entrepreneur could be the business owner, franchise owner, or even a franchisee. And finally, the inventor could be the executive chef who comes up with the menu or a food consultant. So which type of expert are you? Are you a scholar, practitioner, 
technician, insider, teacher, connector, entrepreneur, or inventor. Take a few moments to think about that. Remember I told you earlier that expertise can overlap and is pretty dynamic? Well, one thing you can do when mapping out what sort of expert you are is to draw circles that may represent your expertise and see if they overlap. I'll give you an example of my own expertise mapping. So my biggest circle, which I guess I consider my greatest area of expertise in the context of business, is as a practitioner, specifically as a marketer. And within the circle, I wrote down traditional marketing, strategy, digital, event and entertainment. So these are some of my core strengths. Now, another thing that I'm pretty good at is being a teacher. And that's the expertise category we talked about. So specifically a trainer in communication, learning and psychology. So those refer to some of my strengths as a teacher. And there's actually an overlap between a practitioner and teacher because I also train marketing. So that's where the overlap is. Now, I also have one more circle that overlaps both. This is smaller and this is the inventor as a content creator whether it's through my writing, whether it's through videos or this podcast. So when I put together all my areas of expertise, I get kind of a Venn diagram with different size circles. But this showcases my different areas of expertise and also shows my unique differentiated value or my competitive advantage. In this case, being a practitioner, a teacher who's also an inventor. So this gives me an edge over my competitors and how I can offer greater value to my clients as a marketing consultant. So how do you become an expert in your field? Well, it's three simple steps. The first step is to determine your expertise. I mentioned a little exercise I did earlier in terms of mapping out your expertise. That's something you can do. Identify your strengths and see which fields or areas of expertise you own. Next, you need to establish yourself as an expert. And I'll explain how to establish yourself as an expert in just a bit. And the final step is to leverage the expertise to create differentiated value. And that phrase, differentiated value, is a mainstay of this podcast. So let's talk about how to establish yourself as an expert. And this assumes you have already identified which areas of expertise you want to be an expert in. There are three ways of establishing yourself as an expert. There's earned expertise, created expertise, and conferred expertise. Earned expertise basically refers to your length of time, your experience, and proven track record in your industry or your organization. Basically, you earn it through your hard work, through your dedication, as well as offering value as an expert in this field. The next way is created expertise. You can create expertise by creating content, writing a book, creating videos, hosting a podcast, writing blog articles or white papers that you disseminate to clients or your organization, or create interesting reports, or conduct workshops, or give talks. All these ways establish yourself as an expert by creating opportunities for yourself to showcase your expertise. And finally, conferred expertise. This is a common way of establishing expertise. So if you get an MBA from Harvard or some kind of professional certification or awards, these are all examples of other organizations or third parties conferring expertise to you. 
if you get in the media and are quoted as an expert, that's also a great way to confer expertise to you from the media, which is seen as a source of authority. Now, once you have identified your expertise and established yourself as an expert, you have to learn how to leverage your expertise to create differentiated value. I would like to restate my definition of marketing, which I've mentioned in the podcast before. Marketing is the communication of a differentiated value to your target audience. The keywords are differentiated value. In today's competitive landscape, it is not always enough to offer basic value, especially if you're not at the top of the food chain. If you're a small business competing with much more established companies and maybe even global brands, just having a product or service that everyone else offers is not enough, even if it is slightly better. Likewise, if you're an employee, you're competing with peers. Some may have more experience or better education qualifications. Some might be with the company for a longer time and know how to play the political game. If you just do the work you're hired for competently, it may not be enough to stand out from your peers. So having a differentiated value is vital to get an edge over the competition. Expertise can be a differentiated value that positions yourself against your competition, whether you're a business owner or an employee. To learn how to position yourself in the market with differentiated value, I highly recommend that you listen to episode 1 and episode 7 of this podcast. Everything you need to know is covered there. The one idea of this episode is to use expertise as a value that allows you to command more money. The first step is to identify your expertise and establish it through earned, created or conferred expertise. Finally, position yourself as an expert in that specific field so that people know about it and can see your differentiated value. While it may be difficult for some to showcase their expertise, here's a quote by the greatest showman, P.T. Barnum. Without promotion, something terrible happens. Nothing. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the One Idea Podcast. Catch every episode by subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on your favorite podcast app. Just search for One Idea, O-N-E-E-Y-E-D-E-E-R. As you know, a podcast needs listeners' reviews to grow, so please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This ensures we can keep this podcast free forever. Check the show notes for details. If you'd like to learn more about the podcast, myself or our consulting firm, head over to oneideapodcast.com. My name is JC Sum and this has been One Idea.